Welcome to Slow and Steady, the podcast where you get to follow along as we try to figure out how to build and run a SaaS. I'm Brian. And I'm Benedict. Each week, we'll give you an honest peek into our lives as we work on our products and keep the lights on with consulting. Today is August 27th, and I'm feeling quite relaxed. This is episode number six. I am feeling not quite as relaxed. <laughs> Why is that? I just, I, dude, I just continue to feel like I am uh, moving an inch in every direction. Um, and uh, yeah, it's, it is just, it's a hard thing. It's a hard thing to do. This is hard. <laughs> true, true. And yeah. So, yeah, so some weeks, some weeks I feel like I make good progress. Um, some weeks, not as much. And it's just, uh, yeah, I mean, it's a long, it's a marathon. So, yeah. Yeah. How, why, why are you feeling, why are you feeling so relaxed? I think I mentioned it last week i didn't get anything done last week and then i took two days off and had a long weekend and had a slow monday yesterday so i made barely any progress but also didn't work that much so i'm quite relaxed <laughs> good for you yeah yeah i um well let's see we let we left off uh last week i was my takeaway was to get serious about um, a mastermind group so i mm -hmm. could i could start there yeah cool. tell me about it what yeah, happens the, well the the timing was the timing was pretty good because i had a, a a close friend of mine um who uh reached out and he's got a full-time full-time job right now that he's not in love with and is is thinking about you know peeling out and doing his own thing he's like a uh, he, he's more, he's more in marketing. He's just like, um, really, really great there. So we, we had met before and then you and I had that conversation and, um, and so he was somebody that was on my mind. Uh, my friend who I had mentioned before has helped me out. Uh, my, um, we've, we've worked together and he's the guy who helped me out with feature audit on some stuff. And so I pretty much had those two guys like top of mind uh, to, to start with, um, and shot shot them an email saying, "Here's what here's what I'm thinking. Here's kind of what the structure would be," and uh, and they're both they're both in. And so, uh, nice. yeah. So we're gonna uh, get things kicked off, um, and you know, set set a couple of expectations and see where see where it goes. We're all we're all you know in the same boat or very very close to the same boat, and so I think it'll be it'll be helpful in that way. Mm -hmm. And what format did you settle on? Like, do you, have, you mentioned you had some thoughts and ideas and wanted yeah. to have it all lined out. Yes. So I'm curious yeah, what, what, what you ended up with. I could just, I could just pull up the email. Um, but, the, but the short of it was like, was to say, let's not do a Slack group. None of us need another Slack channel. You know, let's, uh, there, there are only a few of us. And so any thoughts or feedback that you need outside of the one what the once a week call is what we're going to do, you know, 40 ish, 50 minutes. Um, then let's just, let's just keep it in an email thread. Um, kind of forces you to be a little bit slower, more thoughtful anyway, maybe. Um, and then we'll have a once a week call. And if somebody has something on fire, then you're, you're go, then start talking to us. 
um, otherwise we'll do like a, just go around the circle, um, and just kind of talk about what's, what are you struggling with? How can we help? Uh, that sort of thing. You're not allowed to have something on fire two weeks in a row. <laughs> um, and what was the, I think, I think that's, I think that's basically, oh, and then just, you know, absolute and total, um, uh, I don't think secrecy is the word, but just confidence, um, uh, mm. like to be able to share, uh, the specifics of whatever you share here aren't sh shared elsewhere. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. That's a good rule. I think that makes it easier to talk about stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, I think there's so many, there's, there's so many benefits you get out of being able to be in a, a circle of people where whatever is, whatever's shared here, uh, isn't mm. going anywhere else. What made you decide to go like for weekly calls? Um, I, uh, well, well, okay. I think the thing I didn't mention is that, and, and then we're going to sunset this after I, I said either six or eight weeks. Um, I think, I think I said eight. And so, um, the, the idea being, um, I know I am kind of in a, I, I'm feeling like in a rut and, um, something that I'm hopeful for is some accountability to just get some momentum going, you know? Um, and, uh, and my friend who's, um, on kind of the marketing side of things is very seriously thinking about kicking off, you know, a brand new venture of his own. And so, you know, what, what, what do you hope, what are your, what might you hope to get done in that, in that amount of time? And then, uh, my, uh, my developer friend, um, is uh is also working on something on the side so i i think uh the reason like for weekly calls is just for consistency accountability quick check-in that kind of thing um so and we we will like, and then we'll reassess after that sunset period yeah okay it sounds a lot like you have a you're you're all working towards a, a goal and just use that eight weeks of focus work yes. towards that goal yes yeah. i like it that's That sounds like a small way to do it. Like, <laughs> well, instead, of like, instead of like having having this this ongoing thing that's basically yeah, just like yeah. having a call every week but not having a goal to work towards. I mean sure yeah. it works as well, but like I like the idea of like just making it the focus two months of all in on whatever that goal is and having the weekly check-ins and mm -hmm. that and the shared pressure, I guess. And that's a, yeah. that's a hard way to do it. Yeah, I, I I agree. I mean, the the reason, especially now that we're kind of talking it through, the reason I did it in that way is just so that we could get to the end of it and be like, hey, you know, no pressure, um, no awkwardness. Anybody like, are y'all still in or do you want to kind of check out? But yeah, as as we're talking through it, I do love the idea of like, what what do you what, where do you want to be? Like, what do you want? What do you want to get out of this after eight weeks and having some accountability checks there as opposed to like, I think we're maybe we're kind of both, you know, career wise, like, um, yeah, maybe like three something years out, I'd like to be working full time on a SAS, on an MRR based SaaS business. Like that just feels so far out there, mm -hmm. you know, <laughs> and yeah. so just to be able to say, okay, eight we eight weeks from now, I want to have you know, 10 paying customers in a thing that has recently launched. Okay. What are you going to do to get there? Like it feels, it feels just so much more tangible. Um, anyway, 
So we'll we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. So cool. Yeah, let let me know how that works out in the end. Sure will. Sure will. Cool. So sounds I, I, I like the idea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. What uh what about you? What was what happened in your week? Um uh, most exciting thing we got some annual customers, like some customers Ooh. upgrade to annual plans. Our bank account approves. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's not like we were running out of money, but like that influx of money made the situation a lot better. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. don't have to worry about any, any upcoming expenses for the next couple of months. Okay. Um, and it's also exciting Did- to, to have, to show pe- that, to, to see that people have trust in the product and assure that they will, you will be using it for at least a year. Mm-hmm. So that was, that was exciting. Were those, so were those monthly customers that upgraded to annual? Is that what you said? Yes, or, yes. Okay. They, they were monthly, monthly customers, and one actually also upgraded to a to a larger plan. So double thumbs up, and the other <laughs> just like uh, is basically saving some money by uh, by switching to the annual plan. But still, I mean, it's it's sure revenue in a way. It's it's guaranteed revenue for the next mm-hmm. twelve months, mm-hmm. uh, and we get all of it now. So yeah, it's a good thing. Yeah, yeah, it is. How was how was Metallica? <laughs> I went to a Metallica show, but I'm not sure I've seen them. <laughs> uh, that large of an arena, huh? <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't an arena. It was like just this huge area, and there was a okay. enormous stage. Uh huh. But we ended up like 200 meters away from it. And uh, shared the the place in front of the stage with sixty thousand other people, <laughs> <laughs> and um, oh. I think I, I think I missed both support acts because I was standing in line to get something to drink. It mm-hmm. took about an hour to get something, <laughs> and um, but yeah, like the show itself, it was a super great production, like high quality video production on super large screens and stuff. Yeah. But as I said, apparently there was a band on that <laughs> stage as well. And apparently some of that video footage was actually taking live, oh. live on stage. Yeah. But I can't really confirm it because I didn't that see is. any of it. Yeah. <laughs> didn't see any act didn't see the actual human beings performing. Yeah. Man, yeah. it's been a long time since I've been to a a large format festival. I mean it was it wasn't even was it a festival even or was it just it, that was, it was the venue. It's like a giant. It place. was just. It was just this one show. Like okay. It was, yeah. Like a show. And oh man, it was. It was okay. I didn't regret spending the money, but I'm sure it, I will never go. I, I will not go to another show because, yeah, it's basically bucket list check mark. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I I think in the future I'd rather go to three or four smaller shows and yes yeah. perform on stage <laughs> yeah man there was uh this this band that i loved in the 90s uh they were called local h they were not very big but like they were like my pet band and so i ran their like fan page uh, or one of their one of their fan pages um and uh and I, I was just so into them. It was like a really fun thing, like early internet. They're like, you know, a booking manager would email me, which I just thought was the coolest thing in the world. Anyway, 
so fast forward like 20, 20 years and they're doing like a, a gosh, this will make you feel aged, but uh, like they're doing a 20 year anniversary of, of their album. Like they're doing a little club tour. And, um, and so my wife and I went and we were, it was tiny venue, which was really cool. Cause you're right up next to the stage. The downside is we were oh, right next to the stage, <laughs> right in front of the drum kit. The show was incredible, but we, you know, my wife and I like walk out of the club, <laughs> just ears ringing in the drive on the way home. Just like, what did you say? What? <laughs> oh man, it was, uh, it was, it was another one of those experiences where it's like, as you, as you were talking, I was thinking I'll probably never go to a uh, 60,000 person open air show again. Um, in the same way, leaving that, leaving that little club, I, I thought I'll probably never stand right in front of a drum kit for the rest of my life. <laughs> 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 oh, or just like, uh, get some decent, uh, hearing protect. <laughs> yeah, that, that would have been a really smart thing for me to have learned at some point along the way, but, oh man, not, uh, not that time around. <laughs> yeah what else man uh what else uh yeah as i said not much um took took a couple of days off as well um and yeah basically back to work since uh yesterday or actually more like today i didn't do much yesterday so mm -hmm. not much progress to report on anything okay. um yeah anything cool. else you did in the last couple of days um yeah, I mean, I th I think, and this is something that I want to do. I'm gonna dig into real specific with the, the with my mastermind group. This that feels so great to say, um, <laughs> uh, to dig in with my mastermind group is just, I think, feeling f getting a sense of, um, you know, helping me dig into what's is is the is is feature audit, um, is is that where I want to continue to 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 push on. I have two, I'm, I'm starting to wonder two different things about it. Um, one is, is it a vitamin and not a painkiller? Uh, it's actually something that, that Jane Portman and I talked about a, a while ago. Um, not, not specific about feature audit, just about, you know, uh, just, just the idea of that in general. There's, there's a part of me that's kind of wondering if feature audit is a really interesting vitamin um but not like not a core painkiller so i'm kind of starting to wonder about that the other is i i'm also wondering if i have product founder fit here like each time i it, like getting into the code repo and just the way that it functions it's on d3 i'm not a d3 js expert by any means um there's like a couple of things like in the actual code that for my area of expertise like my skill set like it may not be the greatest fit in the world anyway so um, I, th those are a couple of things that I want to give some serious thought to. Like I might have, I might've just botched the way that I went about, <laughs> about building it. Um, and, and it has gotten, it's, it's kind of soured or something uh, for me over, over time to where I don't have this sense of, of, of excitement to get, mm. to, to get, to dig into it. Um, so, and, and at the same time, like, the trough of sorrow is real. Like I don't want, I don't want to, I don't want to find myself like giving up too early. Um, I also don't want to give into sunk cost fallacy. If there is a 
if there's a better fit idea company etc uh for me so those are those are a couple a couple of things that are on my mind that i want to um have more than happy to discuss them here obviously as openly as you want but um also those are those are top of mind for me as i'm like thinking through best next steps yeah this is always a tough situation i've been in some in a similar boat in the in, in the past like especially this conflict between i don't want to give up too early but i don't want to stay in it too long and like figuring out if it's the right thing or not it's like mm -hmm. I, f i feel like this is super super hard and i don't i don't really know if i figure it out it out um i think what makes it makes makes it easier a little bit with user list is that just the amount of feedback from outside is i'm basically getting so much more feedback and interaction with people and even like people signing up is such a strong signal yep or a stronger signal yep that it's the, probably the right way uh, or the right on the right track yeah than like before when there was basically nothing with other products. Yes. And totally. Um, totally. Maybe maybe like setting a goal of like you mentioned like getting 10 custom 10 paying customers within the next two months or so. Maybe trying something like that will will help you to figure out like because like if you like the, the the current state of your of the of the code base isn't important to someone who's using it um and if you don't get any paying customers with the current state of things like with the current feature set or the current vision mm -hmm. then rewriting it is probably not is not going to do anything yeah 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 the, there's there's probably not a science i think to the idea of I don't want to give up too early at the same time sunk cost fallacy is real. I mean, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, you, you probably just can't know until, uh, until you've got the benefit of hindsight. I have, I haven't, I have not read it yet, but, um, there's this new book that a lot of people are talking about, uh, Annie Duke thinking in bets, um, uh -huh. that, that has, a. Uh, that, that talks that talks about this like this is why it, it came up on my radar she talks about the concept of resulting and how professional poker she's a professional poker player or was before she wrote this book um and just the, the idea of you you can't base your cannot base the judgment of a decision on the results only on the facts that you had at the time when you made it um and so uh feels like feels like in being in kind of find myself in that situation i think but yeah but yeah, yeah i mean like you like you say i mean with user list you guys get your if you're you're getting feedback and signups and and like that kind of signal um that that's encouraging um it it does not it yeah frank it does not feel that way with with feature audit um i mean it's it's not open it's in you know like there's a beta waiting list but it's not like people are flooding into that waiting yeah. list um or you know reaching out like oh my gosh can't wait for you to open this up um there have been a few of those but it's not it's not overwhelming yeah. and so that's i think that's the other part of it that just feels like uh, i don't know that i'm building something here that people have to have maybe it's just a nice to have and i don't want to i don't want to i don't want to work on that yeah yeah anyway 
So, um, <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's that. I think, uh, let's see, what did we, what did we were kind of bouncing a couple of ideas around for, for topics today. And we, we thought that one thing might be interesting is to talk about kind of our past, um, our past successes and failures just for listeners to get to know us a little bit more. Is that, yeah. Yeah. I think we should do it. And that like basically just brings me to the first thing because like one of my failures (laughs) is like this other product I built. Um, and it's interesting. It ties up a lot of things we, we already talked about. It was about um, building band websites, uh, basically a content management system for musicians to manage their online presence. Okay. And it wasn't a similar situation where you're in, um, where it was kind of there and working, but like getting traction was super hard. And eventually I stopped working on it because like, it was obvious that it wouldn't go anywhere and there's not much I can do about it. Mm -hmm. But uh, this, like, to be honest, I mean, it's still up and running. Uh, I didn't fully shut it down. I'm still (laughs) shying away from that. Um, But it became clear over, like, between launching it and basically abandoning it. I think it took me two years to, to, to think about it and try a couple of things and yeah, basically uh, sunk cost fallacy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> trying to put more work in it, into it um, and trying to make it work, even though it wasn't a good fit or I don't know. Um, that was a, that was a tough one, <laughs> especially as I built like, I, I built it for like 10 years. <laughs> wow. That's probably a story. Yeah. In <laughs> so are are there people still are there bands still using it though uh yes i have paying customers and there are still bands using it and that's the reason why i didn't fully shut it down because like there are some of my customers yeah yeah some of my favorite bands using it so oh wow um i'm (laughs) i'd lose that relationship if i shut it down yeah uh, that that makes it an easier choice to keep yeah. running. <laughs> what's the what's the name of the product? Can we find it? Yeah, it's called Stage CMS. Okay, cool. dot com. All right. Um, and it was like my first venture into software as a service and building a product on my own. Mm-hmm. And like from that front, it, it I wouldn't consider it a failure, but like business wise, total failure. Failure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But like the learnings from it are invaluable i guess mm. what, what are those what are like the main things you feel like you learned from that project like everything i know <laughs> <laughs> that's all <laughs> this, this sounds stupid but like i as i said i started it now it's probably let me think about it it's almost 15 years ago um i started doing this like building websites for for bands and stuff like that and that also ties into one of my successes. I was stupid enough to send an email to my back then favorite metal band and basically telling them, hey, I know your website isn't super great. Uh, if you ever need some help, I can, I can do it. I know some PHP and some HTML. And yeah. I don't know, just let me know. And I didn't hear anything from them for about a year. And then suddenly I got an email from their current... Um, 
webmaster webmasters were still a thing mm, like that yes and he was like hey uh, thanks for your email um we actually have a situation our developer quit or whatever and would you still be interested in doing this and uh, that's how I got to work uh, with uh, Nightwish, um, a rather well-known <laughs> metal band, at least in the metal scene. And um, yeah, that basically kicked off all that the journey. Uh, and uh, I ended up building a CMS for them and launching the website and learning a lot yeah. of stuff. And um, That's so fun. That um, that led me to like learning Ruby on Rails because I wanted a better language to build a new version of the CMS. Mm-hmm. That then turned into oh, there's this thing called software as a service, and maybe I could just like build like one version of the product instead of deploying the PHP application to a thousand servers. Yeah, <laughs> and. Um, then I learned a lot about just building software. I, I think I wrote like four or five iterations of the of the product, like starting with, okay, I'm going to build this new product. I first feature I'm going to implement is login. Second feature <laughs> is sign up. Third feature is a permission system. <laughs> and I'm basically spending half a year on everything but the core features. <laughs> and then realizing, ah, oh, this is shit. I just probably start all over again and stuff like that like it's literally literally everything i know these days um i learned from that process of trying to build something on my own and eventually discovered um the micropreneur movement and microconf and Mm -hmm. this online community um and with the help of that i eventually was able to launch it and I had like five paying customers, but that's about it. <laughs> well, what a f- I mean, it's a fun story. I mean, it's it's funny though you put that too. Like, as a is a business failure, but it overall was a net positive. Because what yeah. you learn, I mean, it, it is not a failure, but I mean, yeah, it's not a successful business. No, it's definitely not a successful business. Like musicians, either don't have money or don't want to pay for stuff or are hard to reach. Like <laughs> the yeah, there's not, a, not much middle class in. <laughs> yeah. In yeah, exactly. There. Like you're either. Yeah. They either don't have any money or they have money, but they are, are world famous. In, in, yeah. yeah. World famous <laughs> and don't want to talk to you. Yeah. Uh, and, and reaching them is like near impossible. Mm. And it turns out it's also like, Band websites is nothing they talk to like in back when they are backstage touring or at a festival, not a topic that they discuss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's so much th- things that made it impossible to, mm-hmm. to scale it to a, in a, into a decent business. But yeah, um, learning wise, it was, it was still worth it, I guess. Cool. Um, well, what about, uh, Let's see, do we have anything? Yeah, I mean, on your successes, I mean, the, the learnings from, from building. Yeah, like, for- yeah, just like the, the one learning is just ask, you never know what will happen. Like, uh, yeah, it was kind of very naive. Like back then I was like, I was in school. I didn't have any education. Mm-hmm. Like 
from education and building websites or whatever programming. Yeah. You go, yeah, I mean, I have nothing to lose. Just send that email. Yeah, yeah, really. There's, there's nothing to be lost. There's nothing and, at all to be lost um, from that. It worked out and that's, that's, that's crazy. And um, I did a lot of free work for them and it was like, yeah, it was a lot of work, but then back then I didn't really care. But like just having that on my resume opened a lot of doors later yeah. on. Like, I mean, that's, that, that's, yeah, that, that's the argument for when it makes sense to do free work. I mean, yeah, I it guess. Is, it's smart advice, you know, now to, to tell people, you know, who are at a stage in their career, don't work for free, you know, try and charge a little bit more, you know, value yourself, et cetera. Yeah. But no, I mean, when you're, when you're getting started out, yeah, find something that you're passionate about, volunteer, add it to your resume. Yeah. Like that's, yeah. Yeah. that's a totally fine situation. That's a win-win. Totally agree. Um, especially if, if you can afford it. I mean, there's no point in like not paying your rent and not eat, eating healthy uh, of course. because you're of course. working yourself to death for free. That's probably mm-hmm. not the right way to approach it. But if you can afford it a little bit, then it, it might be worth it. And it opened a lot of doors for me yeah. in, my, in my career. Like, yeah. Yeah. Totally. Again, especially if you have an empty resume and portfolio. I mean, especially then. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess that's a uh, learnings from my one success and <laughs> very connected failure. <laughs> <laughs> it's a success that eventually ended in a failure. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> business wise, at least. Yeah. What are some of your successes and failures? Um, I, th- I feel like a, a success I can talk about is, um, how we got ourselves moved to Colorado to be, to begin with. We were living in, we were living in the Dallas area, um, in Texas. And I was working for myself as a freelance web developer, um, and designer. Uh, but we really wanted to move to Colorado. And, um, and so I, I created this site, hirebrianray.com. And uh, it doesn't exist. I may have, have I even mentioned it here before, but um, anyway, it, it doesn't exist. It, yeah. yeah, it doesn't exist anymore. Um, but basically, like at the time it was on trend, it like it showed design and like technical, you know, proficiency. Um, and it was like funny, told some jokes and put my portfolio forward. Um, and, uh, and so s- similar to you, you know, emailing, what what are they called? Sorry, Nightwatch, Nightwish, Nightwish. Okay, I got a little bit of <laughs> Games of Thronesy in my head there. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah, no, I, I'll totally plug into some metal uh, later on today. Um, I, I emailed Brad Feld, who's like the godfather of startups in Boulder, and uh, and he, and he tweeted it, and so. Uh, yeah, and it just it just set off this really crazy, you know, several week uh, process for us. It was it was awesome. It was a great success. And so I think that the main I've actually I, and I've I've got an entire blog post. Like if you search for my name and things, I, everything I've learned through my jobs so far, or something like that. Um, each of the jobs I've had over my career, like wrote about like what did I learn from them, what was good about them, what was bad. Uh, but the main, the main thing from hirebrianray.com was know your audience and be yourself. And like, I knew exactly who I was talking to. Um, and I didn't have to worry about putting on any sort of kind of like, uh, any, uh, you know, 
buzzwords or biz speak or any of that garbage. Just like, I know exactly who I am talking to. And if they have a problem with this phrase, then that's, you're not who I'm talking to. Um, it was, it was so easy to create that site. Um, it just flowed out like water because that was just it completely in the zone um, and knew exactly where I was headed. Anyway, so that was, that was awesome. That worked out beautifully. The company I joined is probably the other big success I've had in my career. Um, because uh went from like you know hey yeah front-end developer to oh you've got some ux skills oh you also understand product and so moving up into a product lead role there was awesome um and uh and then we i mean we sold that company to a huge competitor in the uk for eight figures like um it was a it was a very successful outcome for, for the company and i mean like brian ray like, well, that was, that was cool. Like that showed up, you know, but I was going to work the next day. It wasn't like, hey, go buy the Tesla, you know, um, it, it was, it was a significant event, but, uh, you know, it was like back to work, back to work basically. But, um, I think what, what we did really good, what we did really well was this, uh, you know, Seth Godin has this whole article about the truth about shipping and it's like ship ship often ship lousy stuff sometimes but ship just ship can ship constantly and he's not he's not defending lousy stuff he is make he's his his argument that resonates with me doesn't resonate with everybody his argument that resonates with me is just keep shipping stuff and some of it is going to be bad uh, the bad stuff you will improve over time or throw away, but it, it creates a mo- it creates momentum. And, um, for, for good or bad, like I thrive on momentum. And like when I, when I'm at rest, then I like, it's just so hard for me to get the yeah. wheel spinning again. Yeah. Um, but once it's moving and once I'm putting stuff out, even if it's not great, I just feel unstoppable. Um, and so that's, that is what we, that at, at that at that company in that time, we, we did that really, really well for all the other warts we had and for like all the other stresses and things like it was not a perfect situation, um, by any stretch, but it was a, it was a great one and we were a really good team. Um, can you share like, what was the company called? Oh yeah. It was called Macavo M O C A V O. It's been, it's been the, the team that acquired us, uh, is find my past. Um, uh, they're like the ancestry.com of the UK. Mm. And so all of, so all of, all of the technology and content was absorbed into, into that company. Nice. Um, and so, yeah, it was a, it was a, that was a really, really fun experience. I think the, I'll just go in, I guess, to the, the big, a big failure was the, the startup immediately after um, <laughs> where um, I co-founded, that sorry did you like the startup right after did you like continue working for mocavo after they got acquired yeah. or did you like, <laughs> then start anything or how did that work uh contractually obligated for a year <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. um and uh so did did that did that time uh and then and then left yeah, um, yeah. and and co-founded another uh or uh, joy, yeah, did another startup with the the CEO of of Macavo, mm. and um and so 
the big, like the big failures, we, we ended up, we ended up shutting down that startup. Um, and it was a really, really difficult thing. Um, and because like we, we had, we had some product issues, like it was, it was difficult. We were still like trying to figure, figure things out, but more than anything, like we had, we had a co-founder, you know, relationship, um, issue that, uh, mm. that, yeah, I mean, you know, wrecked our wrecked our friendship for a good eight months i want to say or how or however long uh it was really really painful and really really terrible like um and we've we have since um reconciled and um like that that is a great thing but the big lesson from that failure was that relationships have to come first and we didn't we didn't need a we didn't need a, a board of smart people to tell us how to figure how to find product market fit. We needed a marriage counselor to help mm-hmm. us hear each other yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. and talk. Um, Cause it, it, I genuinely believe if we had, if we had worked that out, we would still probably be working on that company um, because like that, that was, at, that was at the root of it. Um, and, and, you know, fast forward some time and like, we're great friends again and there's so much, you know, to learn from one another. It's just, it's a shame that, you know, we didn't, we didn't resolve it uh, at the time. So um, yeah, that's, yeah, that was, I that's mean, a hard, that was a hard one to learn, painful yeah. one to learn. Sometimes it's like you, you're maybe good friends, but probably not a good business part, like not good business partners. I, I, I see that. I feel like that happens more often than not that, mm it's a great friendship, but like working together wouldn't work out. I'm yeah. not sure. Not saying no, that we're, it's in, in, in your. In oh, your. I mean, we, so we, we, he and I worked together at Macabo. He was the CEO of Macabo and we worked yeah. wonderfully together. Um, again, not, not perfectly. There were imperfections, no doubt. I'm not trying to say that, but they were for sure. Uh, <laughs> heightened and brought into sharp relief when the team yeah. was smaller uh, yeah. It was just us at the at, at the other startup that we ended up having to having to tear down. But anyway, um, yeah, man. I mean, it's a we've been. I guess we've been at it long enough that there are enough really bad failures <laughs> to talk about, yeah. and um, we're we're still at it. So that means we've had some successes along the way, I guess, too. So the failures weren't bad enough to stop us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah uh, it's also i think there's what's the other thing i, I should have jotted this uh yeah jo- so josh pigford the founder of bear metrics mm-hmm. he he I, he's done a very generous thing for the community he has i think if you go i uh, uh maybe joshpigford.com whatever his personal url is slash projects yeah projects and it is it is just like a 40 row list of all of the projects that he has worked on and launched over the years or failed to launch. And it's like failure, 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 fail, 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 fail. And um, then a few of them are still active. Some of them were just like sold for parts. Um, But then one of them is bare metrics, you know? And it's the, the reason I think that's a generous thing that he's done is like, Josh Pickford, founder of Bear Metrics, um, founder of 39 failed projects, doesn't also get, you know, listed there. 
And so I don't know, I guess going all, going all the way back to the thing we opened up with and like, should I, should I stick with feature audit or not? Part of it is this feeling of, I mean, uh, I just got to grind through this. I don't want, I don't want people to think I'm a flake or a quitter, you know? Um, like keep spinning them up. Maybe (laughs) it's like, (laughs) is another, is, uh, another side of that coin. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's an impressive list. I, well, it in the show notes. Yeah, it's a like. It, it's it, I think it really plays into this momentum thing. Like, just keep doing stuff, and then like, what, keep yeah, releasing stuff until something sticks. Right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, um, dude. Yeah. The the other thing we got a link to. Did you watch Justin Jackson's talk at Laracon? Not yet, but I've heard a lot of good things about it. Yeah. I mean, if you're in your late 30s or early 40s, um, I was going to say working in software, but I kind of just want to say, if you're in your late 30s or early 40s, period, <laughs> you should watch this talk. Um, like every, everything we've said, you know, about successes and failures are like, yeah, he, that, that talk is just so, so good. Um, and good of him to to be so open about too. I definitely check it out now. N- now that you also recommended and basically pointing me to it, I, I should probably watch it right yeah, after fan- this. It's fantastic! It's fantastic. Well, all right. Anything else that comes to mind? Um, I don't. I don't think so. Uh, I can say like next week I'll be happy to talk about the first first mastermind conversation um any goals i'm setting for myself over that period of time how that's working out yeah looking forward to that um again don't have a concrete plan um but i do some more research on the in-app messaging and uh ship some new features okay also looks like i might have a new consulting client lined up which is also exciting um great looking forward if that works out i'd be super happy Okay. Good luck. Thanks. Okay. Good talking. Yep. Uh, show notes at slowandsteadypodcast.com. Find us on find us on Twitter. <laughs> We're not going to try yeah. to spell our names this time. <laughs> S- slow steady pod is like the Twitter account. For oh, the that's podcast. right. Yeah, slow steady pod on Twitter, and then you'll find us each from there. Yep. Thanks for listening, everybody. This is this is a ton of fun. It's good to hear from y'all when you reach out. Most definitely. Well then, until next week.